This is the Epilog Audio Experience. It's all about marketing, they say. Perhaps it's always been so. Only the mediums have changed. So what's this real buzz about marketing? How does one approach marketing amidst a crisis? And the stress around job losses and pay cuts? Welcome to yet another episode of Voice of Achievers with me, Yashika, as we sit and peel off layers of marketing and PR through the real-life experiences of our guest today, along with dealing with stressful situations like a nervous breakdown, a difficult family life, and a period of work with absolutely zero pay. Let's welcome a fierce and experienced marketer and PR specialist, Ms. Manjula Nair today. She's donned multiple hats as a corporate communications head, a marketing professional, an editor for various publications including Creative Bharat, a mentor for various startups, a speaker and an industry influencer. The winner of multiple excellence awards, she's currently heading a marketing outsourcing company, Abas Company in Pune, that enables startups and SMEs stand out with a pocket-friendly marketing budget. She comes with over 25 years of experience and association with organizations like Satyam, Ogilvy, Amdocs, HP, and the DNA Network, amongst others. So happy to have you on the show today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I I cannot talk but talk to you about this time and this period when you were associated with Satyam during the crisis. What was that period like? And I stress uh, on that period simply because uh, the current situation that we are in and most youngsters are in right now is eerily similar. There is stress, there is uh, there are job losses, there are pay cuts. Uh, you've endured all of that. How has that been? Um, yes, uh, the Satyam crisis and the pandemic crisis today is quite similar. Uh, obviously, that was with the organization. Today, it's worldwide. Um, it's similar for job uh, goers because, um, you know, there was this really large organization which suddenly overnight had uh, announcement of crisis and the media was all over it. And, uh, you know, there was this very uncertainty of jobs, uh, very uncertainty of what's going to happen to this company. Is it just going to shut down? It was fourth largest uh, IT uh, organization of India at that point of time. So, you know, huge uh, population of ITNs were working in this uh, organization. So I remember the time uh, I had just uh, joined about uh, say 45 days before the crisis happened. Oops. I joined as a GM corporate communication for Satyam BPO. And uh, we had just got started off with working on some really great go-to-market strategies and you know how we are going to enable uh, our sales team to get more leads and more business for the organization. And suddenly, uh, you know, there was this overnight uh, news that came out uh, uh, you know I heard it in the night itself uh, what was happening and uh, you know the CTO came to my office and he said you know what 
we you know there have been some changes we've just acquired a real estate company and my reaction was you know real estate isn't doing that well today i mean i put an it company <laughs> acquire a real estate company and the next day morning when we woke up it was all over the news and the whole crisis had uh, you know the whole problem of the deal and the prob the corporate problem had just broken out big time, big time. it was like udan bharne hi wale the and boom Yeah, <laughs> so मेरे लिए तो ऐसा ही था because I wasn't a part of that core Satyam team. I was new in the leadership of Satyam. So, anyways, um, you know, uh, the crisis happened, and uh, there was this really aggressive media um, that was chasing us. Even MTV tickers used to talk about us those days, right? I mean, it was one of those. Today, you have the memes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah actually <laughs> and uh, so uh, i remember we um, obviously we were waiting for the board to come in place with the government was approached to help how how to you know keep still keep the company going not have so many people lose jobs uh, i was in bpo so you know it was a 24 bar 7 operation and i used to be on the floor even in the middle of the night to motivate employees that you know please come to work uh, it's not like you know you are not going to get paid and you know we want to really keep our clients happy we want to continue doing the work that we are doing don't worry about what's happening in the leadership side you know it's going to be sorted out but you be motivated you know there was a, a, a really a stressful period at that point of time and how do you deal with that how do you deal with uh, you know employees or team members when uh, you know that they also know what's going around in the media how do you keep them sort of afloat and keep them all motivated and excited to still continue so i think the most important thing uh, for a leader who's handling crisis the most important thing for them to do at that point of time is to be very very compassionate on the ground you know so i used to actually move out sit in the cafeteria sit with people you know have my lunch along with them to show them that you know it's nothing which is a secret that's brewing inside uh, with a bunch of few leaders but it's all open and you know there's communication there's everything which is open along with the whole family of satyam bpo coming together i would really mingle with them i would you know share the kind of informations that i have because our objectives completely changed you know after the crisis broke up so uh, the objectives of you know going chasing new business and new uh, heights that we want to achieve to becoming more of sustaining our existing clients sustaining our existing employees uh, you know ensuring that uh, you know where we stand today doesn't start going down because if we become a dead company nobody is going to buy us out but even if we are a sick company some company can buy us out and heal us back right so at that situation employees across all functions across all uh, you know divisions across all uh, levels can play a very big role in uh, you know helping the company get motivated you know i think leadership uh, ground makes sense at that point of time rather than hiding away and you know trying to share uh, you know hide away a lot of information that you want to give out things like that i used to face a lot of stressful questions at that point of time 
you know, there would be, um, you know, uh, single mothers who are working in the organization and they would say, you know, will we get paid uh, for this month? Uh, you know, I have rental to take care of. I have my children fees to take care of and all that stuff. And it was very strange at that point of time, you know, I was going through a really bad personal patch as well. You know, I was fighting, you know, a divorce case with my ex-husband. I was, you know, in the, uh, verge of fighting for the custody of my son and uh, I was also on the same boat as others you know because even if we were leaders actually we had the last uh, priority of getting paid <laughs> versus the other people within, within the company right I mean we had to stand with the company even in those uh, crisis times amazing so I uh, you know I just felt that uh, you know keeping people motivated and happy would be the right approach to go and uh, the happiness, uh, you know, the satisfaction people see even during crisis can actually make the company look really nicer. But how has media, how has marketing and media changed over the years and what does the future look like to you? I think marketing and media from the time I started off my career right and it will change very very uh, fast in the years to come as well uh, you know there was a time when media uh, you know was with few people you know there were few media houses and they were the ones who were controlling the media today you and me become bloggers and influencers in the industry we start controlling media right so every house is controlling media today uh, through social media channels, we are very vocal about our own personal views about certain issues and things like that. So, uh, so it has completely changed from what it used to be before to what it is today. But uh, uh, the biggest problem is that, uh, you know, uh, educating people on the limit of media, um, you know, the limitations of media that you should work on, you know, for example, um, sometimes I see a lot of people on social media just going overboard with their views about politicians, overboard with their views about another individual or another community. Pretty much everything actually. Yeah. So I think that is where they need to be educated to, you know, uh, uh, stand that, you know, if we are one society, and the whole world is one society today because we through social media we are now connected worldwide right I mean I have friends in Israel I have friends in Dubai I have friends in America uh, and obviously through my social media posts I don't want to hurt the sentiments of uh, uh, the friends that I have earned from uh, so many years right so I feel that you know today uh, the way we are misusing uh, media um, needs to have a very good education to a lot of people and especially the youth the newer generation when they come out they need to have a proper path to follow that when you are talking uh, in a, any media media platform what is the kind of content that you should drive and what is the objective you should achieve so i think many times many people don't know the objectives that they want to achieve you know so they just go all out you know uh, you know just talk about what's there in their heart is there a process uh, is there a process that uh, youngsters or young professionals could uh, look at while addressing media? So, like you said, the homework before approaching media. What are my objectives? What do I want to achieve through, say, a LinkedIn, through a an Instagram, through a Facebook, XYZ, or my blog, or whatever? What is a plan that one can have? 
Yes, there is definitely a very good communication approach that you can have, like have a proper communication strategy for yourself. First is define what you want to talk about. You know, are you going to talk about uh, certain industries, uh, certain businesses, or are you going to talk about general things that's happening around you, which is, you know, the general news, uh, uh, you know, you want things that are happening around you, but then how do you do it gracefully? How do you ensure that, you know, sentiments don't get hurt? And how do you, uh, you know, uh, when when you are uh, making even a, a smallest of comment on your social media, please look back and see how many people in your network are going to be hurt by that statement before you make that statement. You know, I think that is very important. Um, coming to a, a blogger, um, you know, how to actually have youth to start talking about, uh, uh, you know, things that they're compassionate or passionate about. Uh, for example, you know, I like to talk about marketing, that's, a, you know, communication or PR, that's my industry. So, you know, I would like to really plan out well on what I want to talk, how to be different when I'm talking about those things. And at the same time, I want to ensure that I don't, uh, you know, cross the boundary with something else and then dilute the reputation that I have earned through this uh, good work that I have done as a blogger in that particular space, right? But can I, may I interrupt here and may I also say uh, that when you're talking about this, there's also this, this need for being too good. Can we talk about the real self, uh, the made up self and the real raw authentic self? I'm sure that, uh, you know, all of us aren't always the best and we aren't always the ones that we portray we want to be on mediums or on platforms. What is that fine line of difference and where would you say, uh, would you say that there is a different persona or would you be real and authentic and raw? What is that balance? So see, everyone is definitely born with a certain uh, uh, skills, right? I mean, uh, being in corporate communication role for so many 20 plus years, I have dealt with a lot of leaders in my life, right? And I can actually pick point and I can tell you that these are natural born leaders. These are leaders who learn and become leaders, you know, like they are good people, They, but they learn the traits. They learn the traits of be becoming good leaders. So I always, whenever I planned out leadership profiling for people, uh, I do it in such a way I actually study them. So the natural leaders, not much of work to do, but yes, the leaders who are learning to become great leaders, I actually tell them that, you know, just follow steps, just follow steps till you start mastering it, you know? So that's what we have been taught in our colleges. I mean, why do we go to schools and colleges, right? Because we, we need to learn life step by step, right? So that's how I, you know, coach the leaders. Um, there's no harm, you know, there's no harm, even if you don't, uh, if you, even if you're not a natural born leader, still wanting to become a leader, you can become a leader, you know, but if you can follow certain process and uh, certain things, um, many times I see, uh, I think uh, a lot of us have seen that, that, you know, when people grow in their positions and they start feeling like leaders, they start um, 
uh, throwing their uh, you know tantrums around they start uh, you know they they are not uh, you know even uh, wishing uh, people when they're wishing them for example a security guard wishes you uh, because that's his job he's been told you know you have to have a smiling face and you have to always wish people you know in you know agar samne se koi smile kar raha hai wo kitna chota bada hai it's okay right i mean you smile back with a really good uh, you know uh, face in front of him so that it makes it stay so uh, these are some of the things i have noticed that when people start moving up uh, the leadership uh, roles they start becoming very arrogant and they start becoming very uh, non accessible people you know that you know i only the ego is the enemy i wouldn't use the word ego so directly but yeah i mean i would say that you know they restrict themselves from people they 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 want to say that only a set of people have access to us but the other set of people don't have access to us no i mean just be open just be real human being you know even that is a leadership quality in itself so you've served of course you've served uh, multiple uh roles across this career spanning 25 odd years to over 25 years you've gone through a nervous breakdown like you said you've gone through very stressful situations can we talk about the stressful situations and uh especially i'll i will take the liberty of saying uh because being a woman especially 25 years behind what we are now how has the work world for the woman warrior changed how what have what have been some of the challenging moments for you and what have been your takeaways or your combat to that so um you know when i got started off in my career i was very young i was like uh, 18 when i got my first uh, uh, you know first earning job uh, um you know i started off as a fashion choreographer uh, assisting fashion choreographer then moved up to becoming a choreographer at the same time i worked in a courier uh, uh, delivery organization you know where i used to pick up and deliver couriers so uh, you know not many girls used to do that job at that point of time i mean we were talking about 25 years back right wow okay that's amazing um the reason being that i came from a background where i walked out of home early and i wanted to make a life of my own uh even when i walked out of home uh it was a stressful time uh i did uh, not know where i was heading to in life uh, you know it was more about uh, the roof that your father had given you and suddenly you know you're out of that roof uh, for you know whatever circumstances you know i grew up with a stepmom so we never had a great connection anyways with each other and after my dad's death i didn't feel that there was a need for me to live under the same roof with that person so i decided to how does that impact if i may ask how does that impact uh, a professional life it does impact uh, you know it gives you a lot of your personal problems and how you deal with your personal problems in your life gives you a motivation to deal with uh, uh, you know professional problems as well because if you have dealt with your personal problems in a certain way and you found uh, uh solutions through that certain way sometimes you can apply that even to your professional life okay 
so for example uh, you know uh, i have had life you know personal life up and downs uh, many times actually um, but i have always you know kicked myself when i said okay fine you know the graph goes up the graph comes down but that doesn't mean i have to keep sitting down you know i can still start pulling my graph up and keep going up and each time when i was down you know i always told myself i have lost everything so what more can i lose this is my time to start gaining so that means you have to start you know uh, what more can anyone take away from you right so um, the same thing i have seen even in my professional life uh, it's not like i always had great careers or great companies to work for there were companies that were that i did not fit in or they did not fit in for me you know and uh, i would be off job and i would be you know trying to find another job and things like that so there were periods when i had to really uh, go through uh, you know the uh, the the downfall of uh, professional life uh, the personal life was as it is uh, not very great uh, for me because you know when you walked out of home you 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 know fending for a lot of things on your own you want uh, you know to have those comforts of life and all that stuff and still things don't match up and it kind of creates those uh, stresses but every time i would uh, actually uh, in the night when i would go to sleep i would actually tell myself that today i'm going to dream what i want in my life you know tonight i'm going to dream what i want in my life and i would sleep with that and you know it has even today i do that you know so even today when i've reached uh, you know a very very comfortable uh, lifestyle uh, with really good family uh, backing me and all that i still you know even for the smallest of dreams that i want to achieve in my life in the night when i sleep i think of them and i feel that they should come in my dream and i have seen that those dreams actually get fulfilled you know so i think that whole thing when people say na that follow your dream so passionately that it becomes reality this is how you need to practice it actually you know that i just like being in fantasy world so if i want uh, my company to you know um, i'm just giving a scenario that if i want my company to get Uh, 500 crore funding you know one fine day i will actually every day night sleep thinking that my company is going to get acquired and i'm going to get 500 crore funding you know so i i think you know even in the smallest uh, thing that you want to achieve in your life you know you want to have a great life partner you want to have a great job you want to have children you want to have uh, a certain lifestyle for your children please dream it you know dream it so passionately that it becomes reality it's worked for me and uh, you know i still practice it <laughs> wow okay at least we know what to do when uh, we sleeping tonight but uh, i i i like when you mentioned uh, about the career breaks and the downfall and if i may ask you there are times and many of us must be going through a time right now where there have been job losses there have been pay cuts you've dealt with all of this yourself when you get back and say you're sitting for another interview how do you explain the rough period how do you explain the rough patch i have been very very truthful you know uh, when i have attended my interviews i have never uh, really faked or rev- never really shared a glory picture of mine 
you know, I have been very truthful. I would say that, you know, also, you know, when I went through my nervous breakdown because I was parting ways with my ex-husband and, you know, there was this whole custody fight for my son. It was very, very emotional for me to deal with, especially from the background I came from. You know, I grew up with a stepmom. I didn't want that same thing to happen to my son, right? So it was very, very uh, emotional phase for me. And uh, I went through this nervous breakdown where I quit my job. I went and parked myself in my house. Uh, luckily, you know, uh, we didn't have tenants there, so it was available for me. And I locked myself for two months there, did not really talk to anyone, did not, uh, you know, I didn't even, you know, open my laptop to see. I was just dealing with it in my head, you know, that how do I come out of this? And I, I, I don't think that would be a, would that be a good approach to, to... I think for some people it is, uh, for people like me, uh, I feel it is because I think I'm made that way from childhood, you know, because like I said, I did not have a great, uh, um, you know, I didn't have a mother to actually, you know, uh, guide me through. Uh, Fall back on. Yeah. So for me, uh, I used to just be with myself. Uh, to get answers within myself, you know, so I've learned that, you know, how to do that uh, right from childhood. Uh, so, you know, uh, for me, that that's the way it works. And I think that's the way it worked that time also. And, uh, you know, after two months, uh, I picked myself up and then I reached out. Definitely, you need people to help you. So I reached out to my ex bosses and all that. And I told them, you know, that this is uh, the problem that I just went through. And, uh, you know, the problem seems to be there for some time, you know, I don't think it's going to get sorted overnight. Uh, but I need a job now. So please help me find a job. And, uh, you know, there were people who really, really went out of the way recommending me to a lot of people because when you are truthful, you know, when you are uh, going with a whole heart and soul to people asking for help, there are people who help you out. So never shy away from doing that. You know, there may be some percentage of people who will not help you out. Don't get so bothered about it because, you know, there will be few people who will definitely give you that extended hand to help you out, you know. So I, I would really be, uh, you know, I really thank those people who helped me out, lined up few interviews for me. So, uh, you know, I hold a great uh, respect for that person that, you know, he did not really abandon me at that point of time, you know, although, you know, uh, he had a huge team to look at, right? Yeah, I was one of the fish in the team, right? I mean, but still, when I went to him and I told him, this is my problem and this is what I want to do, they helped me. So I think uh, the youth also today, uh, the new generation of professionals who are coming out, please don't feel shy to ask people for help. When you need help, please ask for help. And when people come to you for help also, if it's in your capacity, please do help, you know? You know, so the world doesn't end there, right? I mean, it's not, uh, the world isn't made of few people. The world is made of many people. And many people can come and help you out, right? So you have to think outside. You have to think, uh, you know, when you stand out on your balcony, don't look at empty, you know, buildings and all that. See that there are so many people breathing in this uh, environment around you and they're all there for you. <laughs> true, true. I, 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 I know we've, we've dwelled a lot into the disappointments. I, I would want to talk about the future in the sense that your experiences have taught you 
X Y Z things with respect to skill sets, with respect to characteristics, with respect to confidence, uh, you know, insecurities that you must have dealt with, motivations, etc. What are some of the skill sets? What are some of the characteristics that uh, the youth will need to build according to you to survive in the future? So, um, not very philosopher um, kind of uh, comment I will give, but I will give from my experience. Today, I hire a lot of youth in my organization, right? And I see a lot of uh, newcomers who come. Uh, I think uh, where I see a problem is today, um, a job is very important for everyone, right? I mean, whether it's a job or whether it's a business or whether it's a profession, you want to earn money to have a better life. It's you want to earn money to take care of your parents, your children. You you want to earn money, right? And you want to earn money the right way, right? And today, the right ways are okay, having your own business or you know, uh, getting onto good jobs, good companies. And, uh, you know, uh, just starting off, uh, a lot of banks give you loans and your life just starts off, right? You can buy a car, you can buy a house, you can buy everything. But at the same time, you have to keep earning, right? Now, the earning approach should be in such a way that, you know, when you are in a job, try to, uh, you know, have your plate full. That means what you're assigned for, you take that, but have something more extra on your plate, Keep learning one one skill every time in your life, you know, every year in your life. Don't get stagnated with what you are just doing like a robot because we are not robots. We are human beings and we are much more intelligent than robots because we build them, right? So that means our, we human beings have more capacity to take more than machines can take, right? So always try to fill your plate up try to learn new skills every year, make a resolution for yourself that within the scope of work of mine, I'm going to learn a, something more new skill, which is going to help me grow more in my career. I find uh, that a challenge in today's newer generation, actually. You know, when I hire people uh, in my team, I find them uh, wanting to just do one thing and just do that one thing, you know, very passionately, very rightly, but continue keep doing that one thing for a very long time. Now, the sad thing about marketing is that marketing is changing day by day. There are new things happening in marketing. So you have to have that mindset of, uh, um, you know, wanting to get onto newer ships, you know, with newer technologies and, you know, newer gadgets and new stuff, right? You can't keep sailing in an old ship for a very long time. Then, you know, you kind of, you know, miss opportunities in your life. So for me, the biggest, um, uh, you know, uh, suggestion or, uh, you know, the guidance to the younger generation who especially want to take on marketing or technology as uh, their career option, please remember it's not going to be stagnant that you're going to do one thing and you're continuing to do one thing always. No, please keep looking out for newer opportunities, newer things. There's a whole world of internet available to you to, you know, actually do a lot of research and you, know, like you can build something on your own you know nobody stops you from building innovation today right any individual can do it on their own as well right so always keep thinking about that and keep growing uh, uh, you know have your creative hat up all the time uh, especially for marketeers have that creative hat up on all the time you know because creativity has no limit you know, any suggestions how to build that creative kaise rahe? <laughs> okay, so creative, uh, um, uh, you know, in marketing, I feel um, uh, the 
the way people can be more creative is uh, when they start thinking that the the product that they're working for or the brand the company that they are working for or helping in marketing whether it's your own company you are a marketing head in a particular company or whether uh, you are an agency working for different brands of the company you have to start feeling that that brand is yours you know first that that company belongs to you and how would you want to multiply that company to you know better growth by doing innovative things but if you start treating that as a job that oh you know i'm just a marketing manager for this company and here are 10 things that i've been told as per the jd to do and i'm just achieving that that is not something which will help you grow um, you know very well in your profession it may help you grow with few uh, years because you are a great delivery person but it will not help you in a long run and make you a thought leader of that particular space right yes absolutely absolutely what does what does achievement mean to you so achievement uh, today um, so i think every, in everybody's life in every phase of their life achievement has a different meaning okay so when i was starting off as in my career for me achievement was to be working for the top brands of the company of the world okay so i uh achieved in getting a job with ogilvy and mather i achieved in getting a job with hp so you know it was ticked off and then came the next milestone that i wanted to achieve in my life so like that uh, you know uh, the milestones keep growing and you keep ticking off achievements right so today <clears throat> with my company be, me being an entrepreneur myself i have actually ticked off one of the achievements of pandemic i thought i was going to shut down you know i thought this pandemic is going to eat me up i am a very small fish and you know i'm going to lose my employees i'm going to lose my work and it's just going to go down uh, i even prepared myself for that you know that okay it's go- if it is a shutdown then what's my plan you know what am i going to do so all those things were planned out dreamt of you know slept with <laughs> every night that okay if things don't work out this way what is plan b uh luckily uh you know pandemic became a bo- uh, a very big uh, boon for uh, digital marketers because all of a sudden a lot of businesses who did not believe in digital marketing or digital pr actually started leveraging it so companies like mine started getting a lot of work so actually we doubled up our employee uh, numbers uh, in the pandemic time we doubled up our employee thankfully this dream didn't come true na no? <laughs> yeah i mean uh, the dream was for plan b but you know the plan a was yes i want to sustain the company right but uh, plan b okay but, you know, so for me the biggest achievement in this pandemic was that uh, every month i am paying a certain x amount of salaries out and that uh, x is you know growing to y growing to z that is a big motivation for me so actually for me the pay day you know the day i make payments you know the day i sign off checks and submit it in the bank saying that okay this is the you know check for the payments of all the vendors and my team is actually the greatest day of my life today so you know the i am admitting here ki maine kabhi business owner ko nahi suna ki mujhe payments dene mein acha lagta hai yeah really i mean that is the biggest kick of my life today so that is an achievement 
uh, it's been ticked and I think it will keep going this way. So as an entrepreneur also, you know, when you uh, decide that you want to run a certain business, doesn't mean that you have to keep running the same business. You can still keep doing something newer within the business, you know, uh, keep growing different things, uh, have, uh, you know, multiple uh, stuff. Uh, Perhaps we'll have more feathers in the cap the next time we talk to you. Exactly. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. Beautiful. Given your experiences and the hats you've donned, uh, couldn't be happier to chat with a fierce woman. We we just hope that uh, the next time we speak to you, we have more such experiences to pick up from. More power. Thank you. Thank you for being on the show. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Feel free to share your thoughts and feedback in the comment section. Do rate us on Apple Podcasts if you like the episode. Subscribe or hit follow Voice of Achievers on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Hubhopper, Spotify, GeoSavan, Ghana or wherever you get your podcasts from. Send us an email on editor at voiceofachievers.com or find us on voiceofachievers.com to share guest suggestions or topics that you'd like us to cover. Don't forget to tune in next week again. Voice of Achievers on EP Log Media.